0: Welcome back to another Dirty breeze. because I got high, because I got high, except I didn't get high. In fact, I have not gotten high in seven months. This is the longest break I have ever taken since I started smoking weed at 14 years old. And I will never forget that first time. You always remember your first, not your second, not your third but you're first. I was 14 years old. I went went over to my friend Cameron's house after school and his mom wasn't home and he had just gotten some not so sticky icky. In fact, I'm sure this was the most garbage weed I have ever seen in my entire life. Looking back, I'm sure it had sticks in it and little G.I. Joe characters. And basically, if I looked at it now, I'd be like, oh, that's a pile of mulch. That's not something I want to put in my body. But back then, my sensors went off and I was like, this is a world that I'm ready to explore. Get me deep into the abyss and let me feel what marijuana is. We rolled it up. In a detention slip because we were so badass. Oh yeah, we rolled it up straight into a unused detention slip, saying that Cameron still had detention. If we're gonna be badasses, let's level up. And then as soon as that smoke hit me, it hurt so bad. It was like the Great Chicago Fire had entered my mouth and my. It was just shredding my throat. I was coughing. It was a horrible feeling. And I don't think that was the weed, honestly. I think that was the paper. This is that kind of paper that has the yellow thermal paper in the back of a thick piece of white paper. You're not supposed to be putting that inside your body. You're not even supposed to be doing anything with that. Let alone smoking out of it. But we did. And then the next few hours, I just remember being in pure bliss eating every single thing that was put in front of me without a care in the world, just laughing at everything. And in that moment, I knew two things. One, it's terrible to get to the bottom of a bag of chips. There is never enough chips in a bag. Stop with all the puffed air and give me more puffed crisps. But two, marijuana and I, we were going to be in a relationship for a long time. It's one of the longest relationships I've ever had, 24 years of smoking weed, 24 years. And now last June, I stopped cold turkey, just went for it. Got to do it. Promised my wife. I would for a certain arrangement that we have. And let me just tell you a little bit about what it's been like to not smoke weed for seven months. Have you ever macro-dosed reality? Have you ever really felt everything? See, for me, weed was my escapism. It's my vice. It's my avoidance tactic. Whenever I got a little anxious or I just needed to zone out and kind of just lose myself in a haze, Bam! I'll get high. It became so natural to me. Like even after a show, I want to keep that feeling going where I'm just like all lit up inside my body. Great. I'll smoke a little bit and I'll just feel great. As I decompress from the high that I was on really just shifting myself into another high, but you get it. It became so commonplace. I didn't even think about it. I smoked almost every day for years, many, many, many years. I took a break here and there because I know it's good. Basically, I need to break my tolerance and get myself back to a point where I could really get high again. And that's something that I am looking forward to because look, I don't have any certain timeline on when I'm going to start smoking weed again, but I know when I do, it will be more purposeful because this experience has changed me in a lot Of ways. It made me realize that I was smoking without any thought behind it, which is fine. However, I would just do it because it was there or because I felt like I should. When I, the first month, every night when I was driving back from a show or just from being out in the world or when I was at a concert, I would just like hanker for it. I'd be like, oh, I just wish I could have some right now. But I knew I couldn't. My dreams came back like crazy. Oh my gosh. I am watching just Warner Herzog documentaries in my dreams every single night, triple features. They do not stop. I'm not sure I've even slept since June. It is insane. What happens when I go to sleep? I am really just like, when you don't smoke, when you smoke a lot, your dreams kind of just drift off too. But when you stop, bam! do they come roaring back. And it is in high definition. A few weeks ago, I was dreaming that I was going up these stairs and there kept being a snake in my way and I had to avoid these snakes. And at one point, I just kicked a snake and I felt myself just hit it right in the mouth. And it was such a visceral feeling. I was like, wow, I just kicked that snake. And then my wife woke me up. She's like, you just kicked me. Oh, that wasn't a snake. I didn't realize that I was so sure that I had kicked a snake. And what happens is these dreams are so lucid that I will wake up from a dream, be like, Oh, okay. I'm in my bed. Everything is fine. Then I'll go back to sleep. And it's like a continuation point. It's like, I left the a uh, bookmark inside my dream and open right back up. I was like, Oh, did you think you were out of this one? Well, we're not done yet. And maybe I'm supposed to be dreaming like this. Maybe my dreams are trying to tell me things. Now, look, I'm not going to make this some weird, like listen to what my dreams are, man, because I know how boring that would get, but it's probably good that I'm dreaming like this. The hard part is when I do feel anxious, And when I'm just like kind of all tense or tingly and like in a negative way, I don't have my vice. We all have something that we do. Something, sometimes it's positive. Sure. Like when I get on a slack line for an hour, super positive. If you're out there doing yoga, going for a run or, you know, reading a great book, these are very positive vices, but you probably have some negative ones too, right? right? You're probably drinking a little bit more than you want to, or you're doing cocaine, or you're getting into fights with random people on the street, or you're just throwing rocks off a bridge onto a highway and waiting for the cars to crash into each other. You probably have something. What would happen if you took it away? What would you feel? How would you avoid If the one thing you use to drift off is suddenly put on hold, sorry, my nose is, I mentioned cocaine and my nose is going crazy. Is that normal? I haven't done cocaine in a very long time. I honestly have no interest in doing cocaine. Um, I don't know. Something about post-cancer cocaine just doesn't feel good. You know that when you're in chemo and you just do a couple bumps while the medicine's just flowing through you? Doesn't feel right to do cocaine, uh, nor do I really want to. But weed, I miss it. I do. I miss it. Feeling everything is weird. because. I have to really lean into that feeling. My wife says I'm more ambitious and maybe I am. Maybe I'm trying a little harder to figure things out because the one thing is when she asked me to take a break from weed, I was very much in a transitional period and I admit I still am. I was coming out of cancer and the chemo and everything else and I wasn't sure how I wanted to proceed with my career and I thought, okay, maybe... Changing things up is good. It's always good. Yes. Not maybe. Change is always good, even when it's uncomfortable. And not smoking weed for me is a big discomfort. Therefore, I knew this would be a good thing. And seven months in, I'm still not exactly sure what I'm doing. Um... I have things that I obviously I have big projects in the works, but on my day to day, it's hard to figure out exactly what to do because I have to think about future Alex. I have to think about, hey, how are you bringing money in down the road? Right? Right now, sure, you can chill a little bit. You can lay back and read a great book, get on your slack line, drop rocks off a bridge onto a highway and watch the cars crash. But. As I don't bring in a ton of money, that's got to change. So I got to think about future me. And not smoking weed makes me think about it a lot more. And it's going to make me figure it out in the same way. So I challenge you. What is your vice? What if you spent a week away from it? How would you feel? Do you think you're going to be uncomfortable? Is it going to be okay? Are you going to immediately grab onto another vice and latch yourself onto that? I'll tell you what I do. I watch inspiration porn. Yeah. Getting high off weed feels great. But you know what feels even better? Watching a three-year-old deaf girl put in a brand new hearing aid and hear her mom say I love you for the first time ever. Have you ever had that kind of high? Cause that's good. Sure. You can eat a 20 milligram edible or you can watch a soldier coming home from war and reuniting with his dogs. (laughs) Well, bark me up that tree because that sounds pretty man. (laughs) I'm excited. I am. I have to be excited. Because I can't smoke weed, so I have to get excited about other things, like this podcast. So thank you for being here. Thank you for being a part of my life. If you're not part of my email list, by the way, um, hoopercomedy.com, you get a free roasting guide when you sign up. So please, sign up. I send about an email a week or so because I'm paying for my email service, so I have to send an email a week. Otherwise, I'm wasting my own money, of which I don't have a lot. So, what are you excited about? Are you able to get through it without substances or whatever your vice is? Maybe your vice is cuddling a pug, which is a great vice. That's one of mine too. That's a great replacement for weed, even though I used to love getting high and then cuddling a pug. But now you just cuddle the pug and it's almost as good. Almost. I'm not going to lie to you and say it's just as good because it's almost as good. But with every day that goes on, I'm learning a little bit more about who I am without weed. It doesn't need to be my identity. It never was my identity. I'm not, I've never been a pothead. I'm a person that smokes pot. I used to say the same thing when I was in high school. And people were like, oh, you're a theater kid. No, I'm a person who does theater. There's a very different mindset behind each of those. So come see me at a show. I am a free man right now since I just taped that special. I'm building an all-new joke structure, doing all kinds of fun things, and I want you to come see it. But also, I want you to get in touch with you. Because isn't that why we're here? To get in touch with ourselves so we can shine our light onto others? That's beautiful. I think it's time to stop. I love you.